Voice acting. It's fun. It's exciting. It's exhilarating. It's everything you've ever wanted. It's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is. But let's go back to the first point. It's fun, and it's something that we do, and uh, you do very well. This is Embrew Sabbath, voice actor. And uh, there are some things you can do right as a voice actor, and there are so many more things you can do wrong. Instead of concentrating on that long list of wrong, let's focus on the 10 things that you might be able to do right. Feel the Ad Love is a podcast produced by Radio Lounge, featuring conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and fun. Our stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. And just so you know, Radio Lounge is a destination for audio production services for broadcast, film, on-location audio experiences, and digital media. We also offer podcast training, podcast production, and distribution through our new podcast studios, voice coaching, and the production of high-end voice talent demos. Bottom line, every day is a new adventure in sound. You can drop by for a virtual visit anytime at RadioLoungeUSA.com. And right now, let's join the conversation. The biggest challenge that I think voice actors face is this idea, and it really is not just voice actors, it's freelancers, I think, as a whole, yeah, is, yeah. is becoming a commodity. This idea that, yeah, you know what, there's another guy right behind you to take your place. And that's really important that you say that it's not specific to voice acting because there are so many things that we do in life that you can become a commodity if you are uh, lacking a few uh, essentials. Exactly. And so what I did is I, I have 10 thoughts here that may help you as a, a, a new voice actor, uh, an intermediate voice actor, you know, experienced voice actor, to help fight that. It's important in this conversation, if you're listening, uh, there will not be a test at the end, but your overall success in VO will be judged by whether you're listening or not. So shut up and listen. So here we go. Yes. So 10 steps to uh, avoid becoming a commodity as a voice actor. Number one is controlling your availability. You know, we all want to make our clients happy. We all want to be available when our clients need us, but... I have heard so many stories of middle of the night texts, early morning texts, late evening texts, getting requests from clients uh, late in the evening. If you make yourself available at these really odd times, you set a precedent and there's less respect. I think you water down your, uh, your, your capabilities as well. I mean, you want to do good for your clients. You want to do the very exactly. best. And, and you, you want to want... accommodate them, but you've also got to set some boundaries. Exactly. Here. And it's yeah. about setting boundaries. Uh, you, you, know, you want to have that open communication with them you know, during an, a nine to five or whatever your, your business hours are. Um, but if you, if you take that and if you lower those boundaries, and boundaries is really a great word because it really does have a lot to do with boundaries. Really, all of these steps do. So uh, that was probably my step number one. Step number two is don't compromise on price. Everybody wants a deal. Everybody wants to, you know, I would love to go into a Mercedes dealership and say, man, I love this two hundred thousand dollar Mercedes, but, but I'm only going to pay you fifty grand for it. Yeah, it's, I want the price of a Kia in my Mercedes. Exactly, and 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 sometimes with voice actors, you know, you get put into these positions where you are asked to reduce your rate. 
you're put in a situation where maybe you've 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 had a client that you've been working with for a long time and or or even sometimes you get put into a situation where hey look uh, if you want this gig you got to drop your rate um what ends up happening is it forces the voice actor to to put themselves in this decision making process of do i want to keep this gig or not, mm-hmm. and and that's a tough place to be. I, th- so- I think the other, I think many things too with that rate. Uh, a lot of folks are confused, very confused by okay, what should be the rate? Well, if you if you look uh, online or you go anywhere, you're going to find that there are a range of rates for any particular project. What has mucked up the system uh, is the very very low price, low budget opportunities out there that we won't even mention. But it rhymes with Fiverr. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, it does. Well, there's all there's all kind of them. Freelancer and Upwork and a lot of these folks. But the only thing is, is you've got people uh, who really don't know, and and you've got some real clients who are pretty savvy about that, and they go, you know what, dude. If he doesn't want this gig, I got somebody else that'll well, do it. And that's price. the idea. You know, what's to stop them from finding another person who's going to work for half of the price? And again, it's that setting boundaries. You have to be okay walking away from a project, or else you send them a signal that kind you of an egotistical are message. a yeah. that yeah. you are a commodity. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, if if you want to compete, you need to compete on on quality. Mm-hmm. Not price. And, and look, if your client wants to pay less, scope down the project maybe or or, or, yeah. or something. Work you know, with them. But, Work with them. But but make it make it to where you're not um, you know, doing the equal work for less pay. You know, I think another thing is that comes into play with your point number two is the relational stuff. If you've got a great relationship established with a particular client where they can always count on you, they always know what they're going to get, they always do the right thing, they're going to go to bat for you on a project. They're going to go, okay, if I, if, I, if I get this guy, i got to get this rate. And they're not going to try to uh, drive, drive that price down. And so a believability in the connectivity with your client, I think, is important as well. And sometimes that's hard to decide. I've had situations yeah. where I've had what I felt a client like that put me in that situation to reduce right. a price. And in the past, I had done that. And it was a decision that I had come later on to regret because then it set a precedent. And so, which also kind of leads me into number three, which is, and especially here in this, as we record this here during March 2020, we are right smack dab in the middle of quarantine, COVID coronavirus as we record this in our secret bunker in our secret studios bunker studios yes. in Sugarland stop doing work for free auditions is something totally separate sure, we we sure. we all have to do that as a voice actor you know to get work we get that but beyond that you really should not be working for free i mean it's it's especially easy for new voice talent to rationalize that hey you know what may it I'll do this free work. This is be good for my reel. In exchange, that that's exactly right. Hey, I yeah. get to put client X on my client Whoa. on my credit list. No. Uh, but you have value. Your voice has value. You have value for a project. Stop doing work for free. And then continuing on that with number four is volume discounts. Stop doing the volume discounts. And we're all guilty of doing that. Look, I I get it, especially if. If you're new into voice acting, you look at something and say, "Wow, you know what?" Overall, uh, I can it, make for a whole thirty lot. minutes, yeah, it, 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 and this will only take thirty minutes, and so I'll do it for X dollars because X dollars an hour is man, that's a killer hourly rate compared to what I used to do. Sure, you know, before I got into voice acting, 
the thing about the voice, the volume discounts, and, and it ties in with some of the things we were just talking about, is it's not going to happen once. No. It's going to happen over and over and over, and the expectation will be there, and the value that you bring gets degraded. And here's another thing with the extension of that uh, volume discount thing. The, 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 the client comes to you and they say, okay, here's module one. We're going to do 12 modules in this project, and uh, you're going to get them all. It's, it's a good thing. And you, you negotiate a rate. You ne- negotiate a group discount rate. And what happens is after module one, or maybe module two, or maybe module three, they go, you know, yeah, the client's not going to do this anymore. So basically what you've done is you've discounted your rate on an anticipation of something you didn't get, and you've lost money uh, twice. And that just mm-hmm. absolutely sucks. So don't do that. You are valuable. You are good at what you do, and you are worth being paid for what you do. So number five, it's not just about the money. If you make it just about the money, you're not putting the, the, the necessary thought or, or feeling the love, as we like to call it around here, yeah. toward the client or the project. The flip side of that is the client will really only care about the project themselves. It lacks that relationship. If it's just about the money, you are replaceable. They can hire somebody else that can come in and, and do the same thing. Make this more about the value that you're providing. You're not just providing an audio file with spoken word in exchange for a payment. You are giving them this positive thing, this valuable thing, this thing that they will turn around and do something even greater and even bigger with that. You get that and you understand that and you have that passion for it. And yes, I understand it's hard to do a passion, you know, to feel passionate about eggs on sale this week for two ninety nine. I get that. Well, but, no, that is a good, pr- pretty it, good price, though. It gives yeah. you it gives you this idea of, um, if you could find it in the stores right now, right. it gives you the idea that you really are the best person for this, and you know, that it's that's, not about the money. That's important. It's not about the money. You know, you, you talk about an actor taking a part. Uh, an actor probably will not get a gig that uh, he or she has auditioned for that they don't fit. In other words, if you don't fit the part and you don't feel that passion for the project, then the project is not for you. But the good news is there's another one coming your way. Know the usage. Know the usage. Cuts, versions, splits, whatever you want to call them. And people will lie to you. There is nothing worse than cutting a radio spot only to turn around and see your audio also used for television. Uh, you know, that's money you're getting, um, you know, you're losing out from on. You, yeah. And yeah. And if you allow that to happen, right. if you, again, you don't put up those boundaries you force yourself into that idea of being a commodity. Now, you know, a, a little a sidebar in all of this stuff. Are these easy things to do? Nope. No, it really isn't. Sometimes it really takes a lot of guts to be able to stand up for this. The thing about setting boundaries, uh, you know, no matter what it is, whether it's in business or, or whatever, somebody's going to come up and butt up against those boundaries. It's not always going to be pretty. Do people like being butt up against boundaries? No, they don't. It can make things very uncomfortable, but you have to be willing to take the uncomfortable along with the the, the fun and, and the excitement of being a voice actor. It's and just so, part of the VO business. It's, it's part, part of any of business, business really. 
really. Things are always not going to be great. But uh, frankly, if you are enjoying what you're doing and you believe in yourself and what you're doing and you're good at what you're doing, uh, all of those great things will come to you uh, in the end. You just have to be smart along the journey. These next few are actually more about being proactive. Stop letting clients waste your time. Be proactive and make sure that the script that you have is the final version. Mm-hmm. One of the age-old discussions in voice acting is, has to do with revisions because you do want to be a little bit flexible, but you also don't want to be taken advantage of. And anybody who's done this for a long time you know, knows that, 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 that there's always it that always little happens. flip side. You've, we've been in sessions before where the client comes in with a quote-unquote uh, final script, but then they brought somebody from the, the client side who thinks, well, maybe maybe they should say it this way or say it differently. Or probably one of the worst things when folks come to a session is they, they bring a 30-second a, a script in that's 40 seconds long and they expect you to do something great with it. In total transparency, I will, I will totally tell you a, a situation that I was put in a few years back, which I wish I would have handled differently. I was on a directed phone session for a major insurance carrier. There was a, a group of people, the, 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 uh, the group group, as we like to call it, were on the other line as I went through this. And it was a long project. It was, it was I want to say, about 17 pages. We got about 45 minutes into this session, probably about 75, 80% of the way through the copy. And the senior VP who was supposed to be really in the session from the start Showed up. Showed up. Uh-huh. Okay. Demanded the session to start over. Ah, yes. That's why you have an agent. Now, um, <laughs> you know, there's an interesting thing right there is I didn't want to preface that a lot of these things don't necessarily happen with agents. This really addresses a lot of the work that's kind of outside of agents, especially non-union work. Sure. I mean, let's face it. This is We're really talking about non-union you know, work where you're going out, you're hustling, you're get, you know, you're killing it, you're dragging it back to the cave. These sure, are the your agent you is a bodyguard. Your it. agent becomes a bodyguard and stuff. But this is this really is 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 for that group of work that's not necessarily um, you know runs through an agent. So in that particular situation that I have, I was dumbfounded. And I, how, did, how did you handle it? How did you uh, talk about how you handle it? I started over. Yep. I mean, I'll be I'll, I'll perfectly honest. Uh, it, again, it's, well, that was the right thing to it, do. It yeah. was. Yeah, I didn't necessarily know what the right thing to do was at that time. Yeah. Since then, I thought of several things that I probably should have done. It, I should, <laughs> we probably should have continued on the project, and then I send the files, and then he can you know review that. But that may put me into another situation that one of these you know other things that we were talking about before. But again, it's you have to get into this mindset of making sure that. You put a time value, a value on your time, because when you don't put a value on your time, again, you shine that big neon sign that says commodity, commodity, commodity. Yeah, yeah. yeah be flexible. I get it. You don't want to come off being a jerk and stuff, but you also want to know that, hey, look. I want to share an, an example of a, a really pure professional that we did many, many years ago for a major bank. Uh, the guy's name is uh, Richard Thomas, uh, and he was uh, an actor in the uh, television show The Waltons. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, John Boy, Boy, he was, and uh, Richard, very nice person, very, very, um, very cool. And he came in there, and he gave these folks an incredible amount of value for their thing. They, they, he would read the commercial absolutely 
perfectly. And then he would go back. You go, you know what? I want to try this this read a little bit different. I want to see if you like this one better. He'd go back and read it again and read it again. Now, the dude walked out of there uh, with a six-figure check uh, from that particular session, but he gave that client, the bank, major value because he came prepared and he delivered all the way through. And I'm sure if the client would have said, you know, Richard, let's do it one more time, he would have said, yeah, that's, that's good. He brought, brought value to the session. But he was also not seen as a commodity. No, no. He was not seen as a commodity. And that's a and that's an important thing, that they, there was a respect for him as a professional. I also think that he probably could tell that and therefore he was cool given that extra value. Yeah. Pure so, professional. You know, going back to the to the original point, put a value on your time. Yeah. You know, don't don't let a client waste your time. Number eight, be proactive, keeping your client in the know on projects. Proactive communication, it's a it's a two-way thing. If you want to really stand out as a voice actor, keep them in the know. Let them know where you're at on a project. So they're not guessing. Hey, here's here's when I expect to finish. Here's an an ETA. Yeah. If you have something that you can provide in the meantime, let's say if it is a long you know project, if you can give it to them in in segments, it's about communication. And when you can communicate, you earn their trust. And the more you earn their trust, that trust is a big deal towards not becoming a commodity. And that goes without saying with a, any aspect of your life, in a relationship, in a marriage, in a friendship or something. Communication is the number one priority. Honest, transparent, and plain, simple communication will make sure that you and the other party get to the same place at the same time with a smile on their face. And that's a great thing. What's your next one? So number nine, you know, we talked about money is not everything. Attaboys and pats on the back aren't going to put food on the table. So getting paid. Be consistent. Again, it has to do with boundaries. Make sure that you are holding your boundaries to your payment terms. Mm-hmm. If it's a net 30, you on day 31, you're contacting them. It just shows that you're not providing wiggle room uh, to be taken advantage of. You show that you are a business anything a professional. Less than that. Yeah, anything less than that, I think you're showing them that this is a hobby, not a business, and you are not in the business of being in a hobby. Mm-hmm. The hobby does not put food on the table, pay your rent or your house note or your car note. Uh, but a business does. And I think it's a very good point. Uh, be sure that, uh, you know, whether you have somebody do that for you, if you've got an accountant that takes care of that, uh, or you do it yourself, that aspect of your business is just as important as everything else you do in the booth, behind the microphone, on the phone, getting new clients and everything. That's a very uh, essential part of it. So uh, make sure that uh, when it does come time for payment that you are on top of that. Because what will happen is if you don't do that, you're not going to get paid. Uh, the longer that it goes, you're not going to get paid. And you've just done that for nothing. So don't put yourself there. Number 10, stop being just a voice actor. Be a business. You are running a business. You need to be able to generate client leads and 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 marketing and building the strong relationships and understanding things, understand accounting, understand what businesses and clients need demonstrate your value, be proactive with with communication like we were just talking about, deliver what you promise. I had uh, somebody tell me one time that if you as a voice actor are just not a flake, you are already in the top 25% 
of voice actors. Now, yeah. I I was kind of taken aback by that. I'm like, okay, that's that's saying a lot, and I think that's kind of out there. I'm like, wow, you know, you're you're referring to a lot of people as a flake. What they are really trying to say is run your voice acting business as a business. If you're a company and reviews and client feedback, customer feedback, all of that stuff. You you need to take those steps and position yourself really as a true business, not just a voice actor, because a voice actor can easily become a commodity. A business has a better chance of overcoming that. You know, if you're not in that category, find somebody else to help you do that uh, in a better way. If you're not good at social media, find somebody to help you. If you're not good at doing the books, find somebody to help you Mm -hmm. in that regard. And if you're not a nice person, you will probably fail in the voiceover business. <laughs> find somebody who's a nice person. <laughs> find somebody who's a nice person. Take your place. Right. No, that doesn't work either. But th- these are little things, 10 little things that you can do right now, today, uh, to maybe take a turn in what you're trying to do. Because voice acting is a great business. It's a lot of fun. Is it crowded? Yes. It is. A, is it hard? Yes, it is. So if you're not an entrepreneur... Don't even attempt to go there. You're, it's not going to work for you. You've got to work blood, sweat, and tears hard to get this thing to uh, to be a success. And these 10 little points, take them, write them down. I, I said there wasn't going to be a quiz, but i got to tell you something. If you don't memorize and take a, list, take a look at these 10 points, you're making a big mistake uh, as you move ahead in your voice business. And uh, both Bruce and I uh, wish you, uh, you know, great things uh, to come. If you're new to the business, work hard, be upbeat, be smart. And uh, do what you can do to make it a success. If you ever have any questions about voiceover, the business, anything like that, you can always reach out to us. Um, you know, here at Radio Lounge, we've got, if you visit us, radioloungeusa.com. You can get our contact info. If you ever have any questions, you can find me. I'm pretty easy to find online, as well as Ray. And if you just want to talk, come by. We've got a couple of great, uh, big, comfy red leather couches as well here at Radio Lounge. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for listening to Feel the Ad Love. You can visit us anytime at RadioLoungeUSA.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. Until next time, I'm Ray Shellens along with Bruce Abbott. Come to the lounge and feel the ad love. Copyright 2020.